gather around friends new and old and welcome to the powwow podcast we are your hosts philip and david and yeah we'd like to welcome any new listeners who are new to the epi- uh, to the show i should say thank you so much for joining us and uh to everybody else who is continuing their journey with us into these mystic woods thank you so much for continuing to let us be your camp counselors now david one of the beauties of having a podcast and doing a podcast and choosing this version to do a show is that when I wake up right before we record, because since we're on different time zones, we are an entire sleep cycle away from each other. So whenever I immediately wake up to do this show, I can jump in the shower, get my hair done, and then not have to brush my teeth because I don't have to be aware of you and your presence to, to just be nice enough to brush my teeth because they smell my breath. It all smells right now. It's all a little funky. But from appearance, you would have no idea that I have fishy-tasting uh, breath, which is not actually the case. In case anybody you know, is, is in, truly interested in my breath, it doesn't actually smell like fish, but it does have that morning breath to it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very glad. I'm gl- very glad of that fact. And, uh, yeah. and I'm, while you're just woken up, I'm just had dinner and once we're done here, I'm probably going to go to bed because, uh, this week I, uh, finally I had a five day working week for the first time in so long. And you know what? It was actually really great. I was so happy to be busy for the first time in a long time. And the funny thing is that I, I never really, well, I, I don't usually know which days I'm working until the morning of. And, and that means I get a call at like 6.30 a.m. So I'm all of a sudden going to bed early, whereas before I was kind of a night owl. So yeah, very different, very different, uh, very different lifestyle I'm starting to adopt at the moment. This is That Slaps. Thank you, Jake, for that slapping bass line. Every week we're going to bring you guys some form of entertainment, usually a song, maybe a movie, or maybe even a whole TV show, whatever we've been vibing with that week. This week I'm bringing you guys a song. It is called, for those of you who like house music, which may not be many of you, but I've been jamming to this house (laughs) song. Um, It's called Lose Control. Uh, Control spelled C-T... C-T... Is it C... Yeah, C-T-R-L, like on your keyboard. And yeah, is it that one song that goes music makes you lose control? Music makes you lose no, control. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. not. Okay, good. Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> cool. It's a it's a house song. It's by P. Is it by PBH and J- I'm now forgetting. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, PBH and Jack featuring Sash sings. It slaps. Okay, it slaps. Yes. Since this episode's curated and about and all around me, I decided to go to a That Slaps and uh, I wanted to pick a favorite. It's incredibly hard to pick a favorite song, and usually each week is some version of a favorite song. So I decided to go differently and at least uh, put forth an interesting fact about me. Uh, not a fun factoid, but a, but a little fact about myself. So I'm going to go with... The movie of the week, which is my favorite movie of all time. I don't even know if you know this, Hoffman. And I'm ready and prepared to take all the criticism, all the slaps uh, in the world. 
My favorite <laughs> movie, not the best movie ever. There's so much before this, but my favorite movie is The Titanic. Aw. You know, I was I was waiting. Yeah. I was really eagerly waiting to hear what you were going to say. Titanic is not what I expected. But you know what? Yeah. I, we were we were both really young when that came out. In fact, I think it might have even come out before yeah. I was born. It was like I was I was an no. infant at least. When did it come out? Nine, nine, yeah. No, it was like 98. Never mind. I was a couple years old, a few years old at least. Um, yeah, I was going to say, don't make, don't age me like that, man. Jesus. No, 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 no. I, I was mistaken. I was thinking of Forrest Gump, I think, which is like, I don't even, I, I, okay, never mind. I, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a really great movie. Um, well, at least I really love it. It holds a special place in, in, my, in my heart as well. Here's why I love it so much. And one, why it makes a favorite, but not necessarily best of all time. Right. Strong acting performances throughout. Mm -hmm. There are different character arcs that anybody can get into. Whether or not you care about Jack and Rose is almost secondary at at points in the film. There are a bunch of invested secondary characters that you certainly enjoy. And no matter what point you get into, I'd say even beyond the opening scenes, really, you can join that film at any point in time and watch it from that point yeah. to the end and still enjoy it. That's that's why. And the special effects hold up. It's, All of it makes for a tremendous film. It's actually been years since I've seen it. I've been meaning to rewatch it. So there you go. You have a, a house song, PBH and Jack, and the Titanic, the two most different things in the world. <laughs> Last week, there were two hugely important interviews probably the more important one being of harry and megan uh conducted by oprah and the second <laughs> most important was uh an interview of me uh conducted by philip sitting across from me over there and this week you know we may not be able to match it because he really did do a wonderful job of interviewing me it was personal but with uh, with grace and and zest and class. Don't yes, forget class. class yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I will try to live up to that standard. And uh, are you ready, Phil? Are you nervous? Uh, you know what? I wasn't nervous until you uh, until this segment begins. It, you're right. From last week, mm. you're right. It, it it is a bit unnerving the moment you get into it. But otherwise, I'm feeling a little feisty. You weren't. I'm feeling a little zesty. You weren't nervous until I compared you to Harry and Meghan, and and more importantly, to me. Absolutely, yeah. Harry and Meghan, they're just like us normal folk, really. I mean, they're just regular <laughs> American citizens. But you, you are monarchy, my friend. You are of royal descent, and I, you I know, cannot have, stand up or compare I, I don't me. know if you're just making a joke, but I am actually. I have royal blood somewhere way down the line. Like, a thousand years ago, I am descended oh. of a Scottish hero who... who the queen is also descendant of. Okay, let's get started. So, how fun? How fun? Last week you you ha gave me a question. You said this is the one that we should both get. For you, I believe it was a 4. Uh for me it's a 3 because you've had a week to think about it. So, this is the the only question that we had in common, guys. Is there a food that makes you puke? Oh, there's tons, honestly, because thinking about it, I have a very weak stomach. So I'm unfortunately I'm going to be completely different than you. I'm sure my punishment will be around food, and I absolutely dread it. Uh, but the number one the number one surrounding thing is mustard. I I don't think I could eat. I I don't know what I would do, but I would puke with mustard. I've I've had tremendous amounts of uh, stories being younger 
about mustard. I remember going to daycare and somebody making uh, those egg mustard sandwiches or whatever, and I puked in it. Is it all types of mustard, or is it just like whole grain mustard? Oh, yeah. English mustard? All types of mustard. All types of mustard. I, wow. I do not care for it. It smells disgusting. It, it And everything about it is repugnant. I do not care for it whatsoever. I don't eat it. I don't like to even look at it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm like a cat with... With uh, with like glass uh, deck decor, where I just knock it off the the picnic table if I see it. It is absolutely disgusting. Okay, Whoa. wow. There are, there are plenty of others too, but but that takes the cake. Okay, all right, all right. Our second question is a number four, so it's a little bit more difficult. We're starting uh, starting out a little high. Do you have any yeah. skill? Oh, and we should we should note, by the way, we should note that we did take this to social media. Yes, we did. Uh, both in the forms of, of I asked people on my personal page as well as on Pow Wow that there were uh, questions that they could ask me. So we have some of those integrated into this. As well as last week when I interviewed Hoffman, we asked you, the audience, uh, I, for a set number of, uh, that you could input, of course, we had a lot of input, but it came out to be a multitude of four difficulty level questions, which are pretty hard, but not piercing to the soul. We had a couple threes, which are 50-50. We had some twos and even one one, if I remember correctly, but no fives, no fives. So there are no level five de- difficult category questions in this bunch. Uh, we are adhering to the same difficulty for both of us, but... I, uh, this is just now my turn. Yeah, so this next question is going to be a four question, which will be slightly more more personal, more difficult. Um, okay, here we go. Do you have any skills or talents that you think are especially unique to you? Well, especially unique to me. I think I have, I, th- <laughs> I think I have an innate well, okay, so a couple physical ones. The one that I have um, is I can make my uh, my hand clap by itself, one-handed clap right there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty gross. lame on the uh, – yeah, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> um, as skills or talents, though, I, I feel like I can sing fairly well. I can't – I don't necessarily have any desire to show that right now, but I it usually comes through, especially on hums or something. Maybe one day we'll do a karaoke podcast or something. Hey, maybe we'll do that. Uh, there's that, but a unique to me, um, outside of things like logic-based decisions where I think I, I, I have an ability to really take emotions out of it that a lot of people otherwise wouldn't, per se, um, and look at things from You're both like a sides. like goddamn robot. Yeah, from time to time sometimes. Yeah, maybe that's it. But other than yeah. that, uh, th- those two things I think would suffice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before this next question, next question of mine is one of my favorites. Uh, but before we go before we go on to that, let's do a social question. We're going to pick uh, okay. at least two. We did two last week. We're going to do at least two, and we'll see... Uh, <laughs> We'll see how many more we can get to if we have time. What do you miss most about L.A.? You know what I miss most about L.A. is when I was working there, I worked at a radio station, and I actually had two jobs. I worked as a comedy manager, and I worked at a radio station. And uh, one night job led to the other. So I would get off from the comedy station and head directly to the graveyard shift at the radio station. Why I'm mentioning all this is because I would take my bike um, from one uh, job to the next. And so... In the mornings, after my graveyard shift in the radio station, I would bike home 
from the radio station all the way back to my home. So it was like uh, the, the the comedy club was right next to my home, and then the radio station was was about a a, a thirty minute bike ride away. Oh wow! It was fairly, it was fairly yeah, it was fairly significant. Um, but that bike home was so early in the morning, and usually in like Saturday mornings, and even during the weekday, it was still so early that the streets were absolutely clear. And so while I do not recommend this to anybody whatsoever. It was absolutely freeing and, dare I say, nearly cinematic, where I would just go in the middle of the road and just just weave and just go home in these misty dude environments and, and just having beautiful views, beautiful weather conditions, biking home, being full in it, listening to music, listening to, listening to a podcast. I miss that more so than anything else. Of course, I miss actually all my friends being congregated into one area. That actually is something I miss as well. But I don't think that that's unique to L.A. per se. I think that we could all technically be somewhere. Um, But uh, specifically to L.A. that could probably be uh, recreated would be uh, that just that daily visual of having to bike home that early in the morning. Wonderful. This okay. This is a this is another another four question. Your favorite one, yeah. Yeah, one of my favorites for sure. You're and you you're gonna know why. Uh, do you have a, a quote unquote one that got away, and is there still a chance? Do I have one that got away? You know what? Well, I guess we might as well we might as well be open on this show. So weirdly enough. I've always kind of thought of my I I don't know what it is growing up about me but I think perhaps because I grew up a little bit heavier and nobody was really interested in me especially like during high school I think I wanted to be the best boyfriend I could possibly be and so with that I kind of always had this mantra of should I ever get into a relationship and we break apart for whatever reason I wanted to be the one that got away for like every every person who was so gifted to have dated me. I wanted to be the one that got away. Like it's it's a weird way to think of it, but I also felt like that always kept me at my best. Like to sounds really kind of self destructive. Maybe, maybe, but uh, I I always tried to. I I felt like it kept me to be always putting my best foot forward. You know, never really relying or taking things for granted per se. Hmm. So. But was there one that got away? Um, not per- not really. I um, I I don't think so. Not really. But is there a chance uh, that I'll I'll be there? No. There's there's one that that because of long distance, kind of got away. But it's mm. it's kind of a weird. It's always a weird one because I'm not really into long ter- long distance dating. That's kind of my my thing that I stand away from. I I don't necessarily believe in it. Um, but that's my own thing. Uh, so is there a chance? Sure. If data, if uh, distance were to become not as relevant, uh, a thing, but, uh, as it, as it is. Hmm. All right. Next one is also a four. We have a lot of fours. Yes. Yes, we do. I have think you we ever... have like seven when I, yeah, it. seven. Have you ever gone through a non-chemical substance addiction? For example, video games or fast food or sex or pornography or whatever, whatever it may be. Have you ever experienced an actual real addiction that you you, you acknowledged you had a problem with, but that wasn't obviously to any oh. chemical substances? Hmm. Let me see. Because I think I do have an addictive personality, but one mm. 
nice thing again whenever I go to Reason is that I I don't uh, I try not to lead it to be a problem because anytime I do have an addiction that's not okay so so I go through cycles where like I swear to you in high school I had three different cycles where one time I had a meatball sub in some capacity each and every day for an entire like three months in high school don't ask me why that happened i just i was so in love with with meatball subs and that that happens all the time um in my personal life i go through about three different career cycles in my own mind whether it be podcast radio uh those two are kind of combined whichever one like takes the forefront it transitions into acting slash filming i guess is is a different one that usually takes a, a second one and then poker I usually do poker, and that's like a third one. There was a time post-college where my day job was I went to the casino, and I did, I mean, if I may so humbly brag, I did fairly well. I just, after a while, it gets a bit boring, uh, as surprising as it is, and I realized that I kind of enjoy the social aspect of it. But, hey, winning money each and every day is, is pretty nice. Uh, but uh, was there, please, I'm sorry, oh, was there an addiction um, I, that I that I need help for is the problem. Not necessarily that you needed outside help, but but you but you at least th that there was a problem and you felt like you needed to fix it. You know what actually does that for me from time to time is video games. I can get sucked into them so much. I do love video games, mm. um, but th there is times, especially when I was younger, where it reached a point where I, an entire day would go by and I was just doing video games and. That one day would kind of cure me for a month where I'd realize, you know, what, 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 let's play this out in my mind going forward. If I play video games all day, will I be satisfied at the end of that month having just beat a video game versus putting that time into something more productive? So it's always been a counterbalance with video games. Video games always feel an addiction, quote unquote, to, to com continue and complete. But I try to balance that with my productive side and, and feeling fulfilled within myself. What is your absolute go-to restaurant chain? Restaurant chain? Uh, fast fast you know food, think place, it, whatever, anything. Oh, oh, you know what it is? Is In-N-Out right now. Thank God I don't live next to an In-N-Out and that it's, it's, not, it's not around <laughs> the corner. I was actually about to, I was going to tweet this out the other day, but thank God. Because right now I, at the corner of where I live is like a Cinnabon. Ironically, and it does nothing for me. It's like a Schlotsky Cinnabon. It really doesn't do anything for me. But around the corner, there was a, a QT, and that I use pretty much each and every day. Um, mm. But if it were an In-N-Out, oh my God, I would be so fat. The the one nice thing about In-N-Out is that it's something of a drive for me. It's okay. something of a drive and out of my way. But if it were so readily available next to me, I would be so freaking fat, man. I'd be yeah, so I fat. You I do miss In-N-Out. Oh, yeah, that was so your. Good. If not that, yeah, if not that, it would be IHOP. IHOP. I I love IHOP. Mm -hmm. That's my that's okay. my second favorite. I always love diner food. Yeah, that was your that was your number two question. So that's that's as easy as it's gonna get. Okay, there we go. Or it should be at least. All right, number four, really taking it up a notch. Um, or number six, question number six. It's a four question, and it's pretty simple. Uh, in a sense, what is what is God to you? And just as as an example, I as someone my I'm, I myself am not at all religious, um, but if if I were to find something in my life that I that I would I would say most closely res resembles something that that is 
that is greater than this world, I would say maybe the love that that I that I share with 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 the people whom I love, something like that. Oh, I see. So for me, that's 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 what God is. That's the closest thing I, I would ever find to to a God, even though you know, again, like I'm I'm not religious at all or believe in God, but that's it. So. For me. Okay, so let me let me clarify here then. So are you saying what could what could possibly offer a nirvana for me? What event could it possibly give me a nirvana here on earth that feels outer worldly? Is that you're like Sure, where? sure. Or or the answer could be Jesus Christ or Muhammad or Buddha or even though Buddha is not a deity per se, but whatever whatever it is for you. What is God to you? What is God to me? So, uh so if I were to take the question literally, um, I, it won't be God or Jesus. But the reason why I find this to be um, an interesting question is that I, too, am not really a religious person at all. I grew up as such. I, I grew up in a household where each and every Sunday I was made to go to church, which both had its benefits and, and not. I think it said a, a fairly good, depending on your interpretation, and that's one problem I have with religion is it's so... In, darn interpretive at times, or it feels interpretive, is that, but it set up a good foundation of, of something of a moral compass, compass sometimes for, for a, a fair amount of things. Um, so what would, but I've, I've turned away from that as of late. So what would be a good feeling of nirvana? You know what I love more than anything else? I love being in the presence of a bunch of people and being the cause of laughter, not, not, being at the source of the laughter where I'm, everybody's making fun of me or something at my expense, but being the reason why everybody's laughing, there is nothing... Bringing that amount of joy to people is truly, truly nirvanistic, if I may so, if I may go yeah. that, that far. I, it, I it, love, it is like, I it love is a drug. that answer. Yeah, yeah. Bring, you know, slap me up with that. I love it. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. All right. Um, this is a number... This is a three question. When you were okay. little... What did you dream of being when you grew up? Oh, this is funny. I actually part of our game later on. This is uh, this is a part of it. But I'll go with uh, what okay. did I dream of? Not not first. That's a clear delineation. I'm going to I'm going to put um, so that way it doesn't interrupt a game piece later on. But one thing that I wanted to grow up uh, and be like probably the last thing before being an actor, which I think everybody would know, and then before being a on a broadcaster of some sort. Um, the one before that was I wanted to be an orthodontist, weirdly enough. I wanted to be an orthodontist. The The phase before that was dentist, which transitioned weird. into orthodontist. Yeah. I, you know what it was is that I had tremendously good experiences going to the dentist growing up. Like I would, I was the weird kid where, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I, crazy. yeah, I would fall asleep in the dentist chair and be widely awoken, terrified while getting a haircut. Like I, I was completely on different s styles. Like what I hated getting my hair cut. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I would You're fall asleep so, while they, they so were strange. going. Yeah, going into my mouth and and picking apart and and nicking here and there. I would, I would be falling asleep. I would had such com comfortability in the dentist chair, um, and so because of that, and then like. I have a vivid memory of my dentist pulling out and saying like, "Well, these are smokers' teeth, and these are canine he teeth." Pulled and out. These are yeah, well, not my teeth. You know, I don't smoke, especially at what age eight. <laughs> that's that's not what I'm saying. It was like his collection, quote unquote. And this is what happens if you. This is a plaque tooth, and this is what happens if you don't. If you brush only for like three seconds versus seven seconds, or whatever it was. It was so cool, man, growing up. And then I realized that a dentist didn't make nearly as much money as an orthodontist, but I'd still get that high. So that's why I chose orthodontist. But yeah, uh, orthodontist. 
Okay, wow. All right, um, if you were stranded on an island, who would you want there with you? Like somebody I know, somebody I, I could actually... Not necessarily, it could be anybody. It could be, could be a celebrity or someone you know or Gandhi. So, uh, yeah, because I'd assume that uh, any person with a global wireless satellite cell cell phone would be out of the out of the question like it could be it could <laughs> no, be anybody you, you, in that you get but you get the person with any I, maybe sort of everyday items but not a satellite phone <laughs> so that's I cheating get, i i get it well you know what you know who <laughs> it, it's actually an avid listener to the podcast i would pick coral denny Great. and the reason why i'd pick her is because if I'm going down and I'm going to starve and die on an island, I would want no more, no one more entertaining to go down with than Coral Denny because she, she will make it all about her. She will be very narcissistic and and make the entire experience about her dying more so than me. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm fairly certain she would give herself freely for me to survive a few more days and and eat her. Um, she'd probably give me tips <laughs> on what you know what what best to eat and and everything else. Yeah, shout out, big shout out there, and uh, I hope you guys have fun. I, I'm pretty sure anyone smart would bring Bear Grylls. Yeah, no, that that's probably my my phone a friend or phone an expert pick uh, option. But if I'm going personal, which of course everything about this okay. uh, this podcast is going to be personal, I'm choosing Coral. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's uh, let's do another uh, another another social question. Okay, this one All comes right. comes from a friend of a friend of ours, and. <laughs> I apologize if you're if you're under the age of fourteen, um, just plug your ears. Uh, I'm <laughs> wow, so sorry, li- listeners. Um, this one comes from a friend of ours. How big is your? <laughs> uh, I I I don't even I I know who this friend is just by you stating it. Um, how yeah. big? Okay, okay. This is a fun question because I'll be honest. I actually don't know. I've never had the the forward gumption to go measure myself, and I, I this is not a cop out. I've never answer. had the audacity to look down. Have you? To look down? Well, of course I've looked down, <laughs> but I've I've never like. Have you ever? I mean, well, let me. I I don't need you to answer if you do know. But have this you ever? Not, taken, like, we're a not interviewing measure? me. No, but I'm I'm we're asking about the. Me. <laughs> I'm not asking. Hold on, I'm just asking. Have you ever like tape measured like or or anything? I mean, because I've never. Because I've never done that. I've never felt the need. I, I've never been like, well, I mean, it, trust me, I'm I'm no like you know rocket man or anything. I'm not like tremendous out of this world. But I but I don't think it's. I mean, I just feel like I'm average, and then I'm pleasantly surprised if if you know it's a it's above whatever the you know if it's and we're looking at the microphone here and it's you know it's a, it's same thing whatever. Oh, but God. but I'm just saying I, I'm not like you know we're, we're not gonna go like out right, out of this world. I've just never felt the need to measure. Uh, That's what I'm gonna go with at at the base of this question i'm i'm gonna i'm just gonna do another social question just to cleanse the palate a little bit what is the most what is the pettiest thing you've ever done ah what is the pettiest thing i've ever done there there's uh there's a lot of answers to this and i it's hard to answer the pettiest just off the cuff i can think of one thing so my pettiness my form of pettiness and i am a, a, a fair amount of petty is uh is in the shadows. I don't like to be forward about it. I like to be very much stealth and noir about it, uh, cloak and dagger, as it were. Uh, so recently, recently, I am friends with a fair amount of people that are, I think you could call them anti-maskers, and that kind of qualifies as a group of everything. Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, 
yeah, a co-friend of me and and one of these people uh, got a got a got their second shot and was displaying symptoms and everything and just said that they were having a horrible day, and but they still said, you know, I'm still very glad that I got the shot. You know, everybody else go, and uh, so the anti-masker friend, I I just arbitrarily see this post of uh, denouncing, saying, well. I, I guess, uh, I guess seeing that we're going to uh, be taking these vaccines spelled V-A-C-K and seen, S-E-E-N, uh, <laughs> this is why we don't, this is why we need to do our research. This is why yada, yada, yada. So not actually tagging the person that it was about, but just being subtle about it themselves. And so I saw that and I said, and it's saying that I have a friend who's displaying symptoms, who, who was complaining yet at the end is saying, oh, wow, everybody take their vaccine. This is the definition of brainwashed. And so I sent that to the friend because I was like, you know what? I don't know if you saw this, um, but hey, you know, I, I would want to know if it was me. Knowing that it wouldn't get back to me, knowing that it wouldn't trace, I could, it couldn't be traced now, I suppose, if, if everybody's listening, they can understand or at least, you know, you gave yourself back up. to me. Yeah, I gave myself up, but I did it for you, the people. Anyways, I'm that type mm-hmm. of petty. Oh, oh, and my other favorite type of petty is sometimes I just don't like to get political. I really don't. But sometimes people will, will say things that I just find to be absolutely just dumb, dumb across the board. So my favorite form of petty, this is it. I'm so glad I remember this at the end. My favorite form of petty is when people make political posts either way that I disagree with. My most annoying thing that they do is that at, they'll say these ridiculous things and yet still have freaking spelling errors galore. Spelling and grammatical errors across the board. It's freaking annoying. So I won't say what I feel either way, but I will, <laughs> I will correct them and just have the little asterisk and then just correct their spelling. Just dot, 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 dot down the line. That will be my comment. That will be all I put. And then I had this one beautiful, just mm, chef's kiss of he responded and he's like, because uh, we knew each other from high school, knew of each other, I should say. I'm not a friend whatsoever, but knew of each other in high school. And he called me a grammar Nazi. And he's like, wait a And he misspelled freaking Nazi. I was like, come on, man. And so I just, just freaking chef's kiss of. Uh, respelled Nazi and just said, "Hey, better luck next yeah, time." Yeah, those school are or the best moments. Oh, I, I like, I, I like, th- I like throwing around my, and maybe this is also kind of petty. I like throwing around my 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 bachelor's degree whenever whenever someone tries mm. to tell me something like like people will say, "Oh, what's the point of electric cars when the electricity comes from comes from uh, 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 fossil fuel pa- plants anyway?" Right, so if you're burning yeah. the fossil fuels anyway, what's the point? Why is why is it helpful to drive electric cars? And it's like, okay, you clearly have like you have such limited facts. If you knew anything about the the uh, about um, autom- the automotive industry or, or power right. generation, you would know that that um, that it's three times more efficient to burn the fuel at a plant and use the electricity in a car than if you burn the fuel in the car itself. That's just right. like the simplest fact that that I remember learning in a lecture when I did my degree in engineering, and I get to throw that around whenever someone. I have so many times that people have told me that, and I'm like, "Well, here you go. See, Here's the actual." See, see, Hoffman. Most people, you know, hang up their diploma. They they frame it. You just roll it up and plop it out, just saying, "Hello, ladies. Here's my diploma. That's what you do. I love it. I absolutely love <laughs> okay. it." Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the questions. Let's, let's get back let's. to the interview. All right, yes. this is we're back to a number four here. 
Sport is an interesting field. It's very different ah. from the entertainment industry because you really have to dedicate your entire adolescence to becoming an athlete. Whereas an actor, you could decide when you're 30 to become an actor, you know? Sure. And sure. as a lover of sports, do you regret not trying to become an athlete? Oh, absolutely not. Um, I did play some sports in high school. I was a lineman. I was like a backup lineman. I was just, it, it was, it's, well, you know what a backup lineman is? No. Fat. That's all I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, all, so, that's all it was. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, I did not have the will, the dedication, and the lung capacity, because I have asthma, to be a sports athlete whatsoever. So okay. a, a lot of credit goes out to them. Even whenever I criticize them, I criticize them knowing that they are at the top of their class, knowing that they are at the top of their sport and their pris- pristine health. Everything. God bless them. No, I, I absolutely don't. Uh, no, no. All right. Have you ever cheated on a school assignment or test? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at you, Spanish 101 <laughs> and Spanish 102, in both high school and college. Bienvenidos. <laughs> you know, because honestly, I, w- <laughs> I would love to, to know and learn Spanish. And I realize that that seems like an oxymoron. Why would you cheat if you wanted to? I get it. But here's the thing, is that I don't learn Spanish that way. I would need to actually learn and infuse it and take it and maybe like do some Duolingo and fall asleep to it. But once I'm getting tested on it, I'm not learning for the enjoyment of it. No. And so I really hate that concept of it. And then if you, if you, especially in Spanish, you don't, you miss the foundation of like freaking week two when you're still getting and into the full humdrum of college and everything else and you have 17 other assignments that is just the most non-conducive environment to learn long-lasting spanish so fuck that and i say i cheated knowing willingly and extent uh whatever the fuck i'm I'm going so far out of my way i realize i'm gonna have to beep these out so much and i don't even care because spanish it sucks to learn a foreign language in college when that's the conducive way to do it it's not conducive towards long educational learning i maintain that all right. All right. Okay, that was your last three, and now you got a couple fours. So it's the last two questions, both fours. Um, if you could go back in time and have a conversation with someone dead, who would it be? With someone who? Wait, wait, I didn't just catch that last part. Someone, someone dead. Oh. Um, again, I, I, don't, I don't know them, I, I'm assuming. I want be, whatever you want. I mean, for me, it would be either one of my grandfathers. Tell, they, I want to hear all the war stories. They both have some crazy war stories that I would, and yeah, and other stories as well, you know. You know who I think, oh man, there's so many, okay, there, uh, I'll preface it with there's so many people that this could possibly be, but you know who I'd actually want to talk about, especially, I, maybe this is just in the moment that I'm wanting to talk about it, but I would want to talk to Martin Luther King, mm. only because of, of how how race relations in this country, how, how it's affected globally, how it's really been widespread. And I know a lot of people love to project just exactly how he would feel, what he would say, and everything else. And he, uh, for everything about Martin Luther King, he was cut down, a lot would say, in his prime. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel like having him brought now, it's not like, you know, Einstein lived a full, good, healthy life. So whenever you go and talk to Einstein, uh, he, you know, I, I don't know that he would have much more to say or contribute. Whereas Martin Luther King, right. and also, part of the tragedy that is Martin Luther King is that he was cut away in his prime. So I would very much like to see uh, his commentary and have a discussion with him about racial relations going forward, racial relations as they are now. And I, I think it would be a very expanding uh, t- uh, conversation. 
Yeah, I think with the the difference being with Einstein, it's it's a it's a it would Einstein's legacy is is based in in theories and facts, and and so most of what what you can learn from him is already written down or talked about or well known. Whereas with Martin Luther King, it's a much more it would be a much more philosophical uh, conversation. So discussion. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. So last question, uh, last one of uh, my questions. If you were to be world-renowned for one thing, what would you want that to be? <sighs> See, if I could choose it, then I'm what I'm automatically looking for is a legacy play. Because if I'm going to be world-renowned, I don't want to be world-renowned as like friggin' Hugh Hefner. Like, what kind of weird, you know, <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, so, if I'm going to be world-renowned, I want to be world-renowned. I want to be world-renowned for my wit. Not my intelligence. I feel like there's, uh, so like wisdom. I, I want to be renowned for my wisdom, not necessarily intelligence. I feel like there's a difference there, and there is a difference there, where I don't necessarily need to be theory of everything, Neil deGrasse Tyson, where I'm just generally smart. I, I, I just want to be very wise. I think wisdom is so under underappreciated and, and undervalued at this point in time, and wisdom, I think, is a much more... Uh, much more... Uh, enviable trait than intelligence or a lot yeah. of the other secondary traits. Uh, caring and kindness, of course, that also seems to be that that would be very uh, enviable to have as well. But I think Mother Teresa kind of took the the mantle for most kind. So so I I think most wise would be would be very nice. Would be very would be would be both beneficial and beneficial to myself and others. Okay, quick quick bonus social question: What is your middle name? <laughs> this oh. one comes, comes at you from coral denny <laughs> yeah i bet it does wow wow coral is this you a know, long, i was taking you on an long island running, long running <laughs> okay so let me explain this um to tell so, your middle name or yeah. something Yes. Okay. So I'm sure many people can find it in any way, shape, and form, whether or not it's legal documents. I'm sure the IRS knows. I know that the IRS knows. Uh, but here's my thing: is that I don't know why, but I have a, a a very specific thing within me. I don't like other people knowing my middle name unless you fall under three categories. One, you're dating me, or you have dated me. Two, you're my family. Or three, you're God. You know, I one of the three. I don't. I, I just I just happen to find that to be such a like a weird like personal thing and I and that's my that's my thing again I realize it's it's the initials there everybody can probably find the initial at the very least but for me I and so Coral's been ever since she asked me this way back when when we when we reblossomed into our friendship I she's been trying to get me to organically state it some way somehow <laughs> somewhere and because again she realizes that she can cheat and find this somewhere I I just I. Screw you, Coral, for asking this in such a public forum. I'm not going to answer that one. I refuse, but I will give everybody the pleasure of the story that we have. That's okay. that's what I'm going right. to give you. I once so convinced, right back to you. I once convinced a friend that my, my middle name was Franklin. It is not. Oh, all right. We move on to Fun Factoid of the Week. This is a, the part of the show where we each bring you the funnest facts that we can find on the forum's online there we go god i love alliteration i will i will give it to you hoffman you start us out this week what is your fun factoid of the week all right i'm sticking with the oscar theme it is i am building up i'm going to be slowly building you up until april 20 <laughs> 25th when the oscar ceremony will be in a fervor happen. 
Wings, a movie Wings. A it's a silent movie from the 1920s. Um, was the very first film to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, my fun factoid of the week, if I can find it in all of my notes, my God. Yes, mankind has left 96 bags of feces, urine, and vomit on the moon. <laughs> Meaning Fantastic. mankind can make a trash, trash dump anywhere we go. All right, once more into the breach, once more into the campfire. <laughs> Just like last week, uh, where we talked about our favorite and least favorite things about me, this week we're going to be doing Phil in more ways than one. So uh, I'm going to start us out with, would you want to start with worst or best? Uh, well, I believe we started out with worst, so give me with your okay. worst, the thing you All hate right. the most I think about you, me. I think you already know what I'm going to say. Uh, I really hate that you use disposable kitchenware. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I. You haven't been my, able to convert easily, me yet. Easily, yeah. my least favorite thing about you. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And you've made it abundantly clear. And I, I still ignore you. Uh, the thing that I hate the most about myself, there's a couple. I too hate that I'm lazy, but you stole that last week, and so I hate you for that. Uh, but I hate that I bite my nails and skin around my nails. Uh, I'm sure it's just a nervous coping mechanism, but I, I absolutely hate it about myself. It always. If I don't bring it to myself forefront, somebody else does. And they're just, oh, you bite your nails. And I'm like, yeah, I, I hate it about myself. But I would say that that comes up to be the thing I hate the most about myself. The thing I love the most about myself, uh, a couple things. There, <laughs> There's a long <laughs> list of things that I love so about myself. So many things. But if I had to pick one. Uh, how more, much more comfortable I've been to refer to logic in situations that come up throughout my life. Going when I was younger, I used my mom as much more of a crutch to find out what was wrong or just kind of reference that or even look to others to kind of really uh, determine what I, how I felt about a situation. Whereas, and I still do from time to time. If it's an interpretive situation, of course, I, I refer to friends and experts and yada, yada, yada. But uh, in certain personal situations or, or something about how I go about my day and how much more efficient to be or whatever it is, the ability to refer and fall back to logic has been a trending upwards trajectory in my life, and I, I absolutely adore that. I, I love that you are there. I love that you are always there. You are one of the most reliable people that I know, and I mean that both in like a practical sense, like I, you have picked me up at like 4 a.m. and driven me to the airport. Um, That's true. I yeah, I, I, I love that I can count on you, but I also mean that in a very sort of a very uh, abstract, uh, emotional friend kind of way. Like you are, you are unfailingly there as a friend. Oh, well, thank you, man. That actually, I don't think I've ever heard that, like, uh, at least phrased that way at the very least. But thank you, man. I really appreciate that. All right. We are very much switching up things with the game. From this point forward, we are going to be doing uh, two games. Well, the same game, but we're going to be doing both me and Phil are going to be preparing a game each week. Uh, they will be the same style of game, the same type of game. The same structure, but they will be different in many yeah. other ways, I'm sure. 
Yeah, so essentially each week we're still going along the lines of whoever's turn it is creates a game and then they get to assimilate it close to the topic of their choosing, whether or not it's it's directly related to the, the main topic of the day or if they want to stray away from that. But the other person, the person who did not come up with the game, has to make a, a, a subject change but use the same game format. Well, it'll, it'll make more sense as we go along and I think describing it only... Uh, stands to confuse the audience but essentially the person creating the game still remains but but now you're getting double the game we're each going to be flipping the tables uh on the game each week right and this week we're doing five questions true or false and because it's true yes. or false i decided phil and i hope you decided the same thing to make it fair i decided that the questions could be given that it's a 50 50 shot could be a little bit more difficult and I decided to go with something completely unrelated. Uh, well, I guess it's not really. The reason I thought of it was because I asked you what you wanted to be when you were growing up, right? Right. When you were little. I wanted to be a paleontologist. And it just so Ooh. happens that this, this past week and a half, I've been re-watching the Jurassic Park series. So yeah. my questions for you, I'll start. So I'll do my game first. Are all about okay. prehistoric eras. So first question, question one. So excited. This is the statement. You tell me if it's true or false. Mosasaurs lived in the late Cretaceous period. Jeez, Mos that sounds like a that sounds you know like what the I'm, edge of a sandwich. You know what I mean when I say mosasaurs, right? You know what that is? No. Is that like an alligator okay, so dinosaur you, or something? Yeah, basic yeah. That's the one. It's the one in Jurassic World that, that eats the shark. You know, it jumps yeah. up and it eats the shark. Okay, let me think. I think the crust. You said the uh, which which period? The late Cretaceous period. The mosasaur lived. Mosasaurs of many types lived in the late Cretaceous you know what? period. I believe, and I'm going to show my ignorance here. I believe that the Cretaceous period is the most modern one, the most recent one. And I don't think I don't. I I feel like that would have happened and had dinosaurs in the in the ocean, and then they evolved onto land. So I'm going to say that's false. It needs to be an earlier era, earlier period. Uh, I'm I'm not sure I understand your logic, but you're wrong. It was actually true. Mm. Darn it. Yeah. All Darn right. It well, all I think heck. you you may you may be well set up to get this next question right. The Triassic period came after. The Jurassic period. Okay. Oh, you're... Okay. Uh, the Triassic period. Uh, that is true. No, it's false, actually. Dang it. The Triassic period came before the Jurassic period. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry I made is, this, this so is difficult. This is not good. This is... Yeah. The, the supercontinent Pangaea... The supercontinent Pangaea began to break up during the Cretaceous period. True. That is true. No, it's false. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not going good. This is not going well at all. All right, fantastic. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> no, it, it began to break up uh, 180 million years ago, which was, I believe, during the Jurassic period. Uh, okay, mm. so the Jurassic period was longer than the Cretaceous period. <laughs> Let's see. If I just did true, then I think... I The Jurassic Park was... Or Jurassic Park. Jurassic period was longer. I'm going to say false. Yeah, false. There you go. You're on the board. Thank thank God. Thank um, God. I need some man, right I made this. Here. I love how confidently you answered <laughs> answered some of the ones that you got wrong. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Yeah. yeah Question I, five. It fell right. The T Rex lived at the same time as the Triceratops. Oh, that has got to be. See, I would normally think that that's true, but the fact that you're bringing it out, yeah, I'm gonna say that's false. It's true, man. Gosh, dang it all that. <laughs> they God. did live at the same time. In fact, the, the T Rex loved to eat Triceratops. You know what? I always. <sighs> Dang, Nabbit, and I keep seeing that, and I saw that, but I just thought, since you asked it, since it was so redundant, it'd be like, is water wet? Yeah, well, because <laughs> you're asking me, now I'm questioning it. Gosh dang it. Uh, All right. There we go. All right, your, your true, true or false questions, I failed utterly, and I only got one right. Here are your five true or false questions, and they are all about myself. My favorite object as a kid was a stuffed rhinoceros named Tiger. Is that true or false? A stuffed rhinoceros named Tiger. I, I I think it's true. You're absolutely true, and you're on the board. You already matched my output for the week. Way to freaking go. Um, my first pet was an iguana named Reginald. True or false? Now, I feel like I remember you telling me that you owned... No, 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 no. No, it was a snake that you had. I'm going to say false. You're absolutely correct. I, that is false. I was going to say, Joey... I, I remembered you having a reptile, but then last second I remembered it was a snake that you had. Yeah, his name is Joey the Corn Snake. There we go. All right, next one. The first career I ever wanted, and remember, early in this podcast, we went to my secondary. So the first ah. career I ever wanted to embark upon was a veterinarian since I didn't realize animals bled and did all the nasty stuff humans did too, and I could still help others. Hmm. Now, it sounds really true, but uh, I'm going to say false. You're absolutely correct. It was false. The first thing I ever wanted to do was to be, uh, and this is slightly different, but it was a dentist for the, for the fish. So, like, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be a scuba diver so and, like, clean shark's a, teeth. Kind of a dentist-veterinarian hybrid. Yeah. All right. Hi hybrid, but, but it was exclusively for fish. Um, Number four, I taught myself how to ride a bike in my first year of college. True or false? I hate, I would, I, I, I would, that, it would be shameful if it was true. I'm going to say false. It's absolutely true. Uh, I didn't have a dad growing up. Next one. When I die, <laughs> I want to be buried in the style of a Viking, where they put your body on a funeral pyre and set you off to sea, then someone lights an arrow and sets the funer funerary ship ablaze while somebody blows a horn and we all drink mead. Is this true or I, false? I, I hope it's true, and I, I hope I'm still alive when, when you die in that case, because that, like, <laughs> that sounds like a fun party. Uh, true. I think that's true. It's absolutely false. I want to be buried in Ireland. And, and just, oh, just cremate God, me. That's nobody, lame. Nobody needs to see me. Just just go up to the top of a mountain and just let me go. Just, you know what's just, weird? Just I really want to be fed. Me out. I want to be fed to something. Or, or like... At the very least, plant me like plant me beneath a, a tree or something. I want to I want to become like I want my my essence to not my essence, but like you know like all the nutrients in me. I, I want to to help the world, something to live. You know, feed me to a shark that would make me happy. I don't want to just no. be buried. I don't want to be buried <laughs> in like a wooden coffin to be no good to anything. You want your essence to be inside of a tree. <laughs> all right that's all i'm gonna do <laughs> all right with the scores <laughs> with the scores we gotta get back with the scores uh, as they currently are david has two wins to my zero wins in all of podcast history 
And I only have one right answer uh, this week, which will not help me should this all come to no. a tiebreaker later on in the in the history of powwow. Random question of the week is now we go to different questions that we each had either in this week or just that pop up in our mind as we go. But they can. The only uh, qualification is that they cannot have anything to do with the main topic. David, my random question of the week: Which specific food? So not Italian food and not a not a genre or just just uh, whatever. Uh, would you make a negative calorie food? akin to celery, where it retains, excuse me, where it retains all the flavors and enjoyment you normally get from it, but eating it now is no longer unhealthy for you. Mmm, pasta. Pasta. That's good. That's very good. Yeah, thousand percent pasta. Yeah. Go ahead. Phil, how do you properly change lanes on a freeway? Uh, I go and I uh, hit my blinker. And then I look and I look again. I do two looks. I don't do it by like the three second rule or the, or the the, whatever those markers are, the three yellow markers or whatever they are. I just look twice. If nobody's there and I, I check over my shoulder, my blind spot, uh, I I just go. Good, I approve. All right, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Next week we go more to a more uh, standard format where we will have a more a better main topic than myself or David. Yes, I'm, I know we're, we're the. I'm excited. Maybe we can talk about the Oscar nominations, which I think are supposed to be announced tomorrow. Ooh, yes, maybe we can. Maybe well, will that be our Oscar show? I feel like we just got we got to no, well, put we, all that we're into one. Gonna have to do one when we do the when the ceremony comes around. But uh, maybe we can maybe we can preview it with an episode next week. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah, off, uh, yeah. Off we'll air. talk about it off off the pod. Either way, uh, we'd like to thank you so much for listening for this episode, and of course, last week's episode. If you if you got this one and then you missed last week, make sure to go back. And David talks about a lot of open stuff about like not putting his essence inside of a tree. And I would like to very much thank Tara Amstutz for her beautiful designs and graphics inside uh, all of our imaging and what have you. Thank you so much, Tara. And thank you, Cass and Crossland, for our intro and outro music, and to Jake Corlang for that bass line. Thank you, guys. Make sure to continue to subscribe and listen to all of our podcasts. Uh, we even have a couple in the backlog now, so if you want to go back and check all those out, we're on pretty much everything Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, even Google Podcasts, pretty much everything except for Pandora. Screw you, Pandora. I'm Bear Grylls, and look out for bears. <laughs>